families and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Rovers are in their beds, the sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor looks over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering, it was not sunny all day long today. Nope. It rained. Twice. We had two storms come through. The first one changed our morning plans, and the second one happened right as Lakeside was finishing. Washed Camp Cobbacy clean, watered the grass, thank goodness, and got us all ready for the next wave of weather. Tomorrow is going to be a storybook 80 degrees. No more of this mega heat, at least not for a little while, and it's going to be awesome. I expect that the average land speed of each boy is going to go up about 23% tomorrow, just because it's going to be that much more fun to run around. They're going to run around no matter what, but I'm expecting greater speeds tomorrow. Today was the 25th of July, and it was a Kava Choice Day. Kava Choice is usually a phenomenon that happens only at fifth period each day. The fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth graders choose their schedules. The second, third, and fourth graders do not, at least not for the first four periods of the day. Everybody gets to choose their period, their schedule during Kava Choice. But some days just end up being Kava Choice days. Today was that day. And that means that everybody gets to choose all day long. And not on a three-day rotation like Warriors and Council do, but instead on a, on a single hour at a time way. Um, HOD today was James. On duty today is Comets. Flags are Brian. And the Octagon was Adam today. Tonight was a counselor hunt. More on that later. And on deck tomorrow, we have expectations for second and third grade. We also have Spirit Island for fourth grade. That's right. And Coos Prep, sixth grade. And the fifth graders and the council crew, that's the 7th and 8th graders, will do MTV night prep. MTV night is coming up. It's coming up fast. Trophy made of Oreo cookies is waiting. Laundry today, Scarborough, Agunquit, Drakes, and Pemiquid. Laundry tomorrow, Tumbledown, Traveler, Lemoyne, and Higgins. Happy birthday today to Erica Hess, our lovely nurse student, and also Callum McLaughlin. Happy birthday to you, buddy. It's really great to see you get your birthday today you are so tall all right now because we had that thunderstorm in the morning our first two rounds of kava choice were well canceled is the wrong word it became something completely different first period the rovers they were visited by their friends the sachem and they made forts in the bunk do you remember making forts when you were a kid and you maybe used a couple couch cushions well this is like that except 
it's your entire bunk. And, you know, a whole bunch of really cool ninth graders showed up to help you. It's that cool. It's as cool as you're thinking, except better. Warriors had dodgeball in the Cabo Dome with the GLs, and Council had Bunko and MTV prep. Bunko is Camp Cabasi lingo for when you get to hang out in your bunk with your buddies and do nothing. Second period, Cabo Dome, dodgeball of doom with the GLs for the Rovers. That is a totally, I don't know, nitrous-infused, super-octane version of dodgeball. It's really great. It's really just, it is better. It is better. Dodgeball of Doom is better than just regular dodgeball, and dodgeball is pretty great. Warriors had Bunko and MTV prep, and Council played a series of lawn games going back in time. Sharks and Minnows steal the bacon, beacon relay, all at the upper fields, and they loved it. Cabasi parents, I have generally a high opinion of everyone who listens to this podcast, but I was shocked, shocked I say, to learn that so few boys knew what steal the bacon was. Is childhood dead? Well, we taught them. So, you know, you're welcome. MTV prep also for Sachem. And that was the morning. And then the sun came out and we got to do our Kaba choices. Here were the Kaba choices for the Rovers for the two periods. Tour of unknown places on camp with Josh. That's me. 24 Rovers came with me on this tour. Uh, it was... It was an expedition of like the the Hudson Bay Company magnitude. Um, climbing, 10 people for that. Kickball on Joey with Zach Rupp and Gaga with David. And then for their second period, the Rovers got softball on Joey with Big Nick, basketball clinic with Birch, and board games with Zach. They really liked that. It was over-enrolled. Warriors had Woodshop, tennis with Fernando, lacrosse with Steve, a football clinic with Desi, and playing horse with IJ. And the Warriors also had free tennis, octopus tag with Desi, dodgeball of doom with Brockman. That's right, it's back. And free, then this council and Sachem group had free tennis, stand-up paddleboard frisbee, volleyball with Minjay, awesome ball with Nasher, and then second period woodshop, speed climbing, rugby with Nick, that's touch rugby, ultimate with Faz, and lightning with Adam. And also, how to use an axe with me. More on that in a second. Before I forget... I have been speaking to parents here and there and have learned that some of our parents don't know what the three age groups signify. So here's how they go. Rovers means current, second, third, and fourth graders. And by current, I mean they just finished second, third, or fourth. Warriors are fifth and sixth graders in the same way. And then council is seventh and eighth. And then the mighty sachem are our guys who just finished ninth grade. They just finished their freshman year. That's the, the run of Cabasi. Most of the boys in the second grade bunks are true second graders. Every so often there is a third brother or something that is in there as a six-year-old, but most of them are seven-year-olds or eight-year-olds, and then it goes up from there, numerical ages. So just to repeat it, second, third, and fourth graders are rovers, fifth and sixth graders are warriors, seventh and eighth graders are council, and the ninth graders are the mighty sachem. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. The 25th of July, 2022.
is a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight, or rain in this case, of Cobbacy and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's just marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those times are often my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Today was one of those great days. I got to go on a long hike with a bunch of little guys, and we talked about birch bark and the firs and the pines and why mushrooms come up in the rain. They got to see all kinds of cool parts of Cobbacy that no one ever sees. And we got to go see an ancient wall that was built long ago, and they used their imaginations to delete all the trees and realize they were standing in an ancient pasture, even though it looked like a forest. That was pretty cool. And also... I got to teach kids how to use an axe. And by kids, I mean council and sachem, so 7th, 8th, and ninth graders. And it was only 10 of them on purpose, kept it small, kept it safe. I grew up with a father who taught me how to use knives and axes and make fires and so on. And I was also a very serious Boy Scout and was lear learned as a young person how to be safe with that stuff. And I think it's a really powerful thing to learn to use a potentially dangerous item like an axe in a really responsible and careful way and realize that you can have power in that way. And it was a very meaningful encounter. It's just 10 guys. They were very, very respectful and very careful. I think a couple of them never hold, held an ax before. And we learned all about the safety parts and how to keep yourself safe and how to make a, a circle around you using the ax handle so that no one can get in there and, and accidentally you know, be too close to the ax and so on. I taught them how to choose a piece of wood and I taught them how to strike a piece of wood with the ax. We've had a couple practice swings each before we took the ax cover off and then we, we chopped some wood. We chopped some wood together. And I think that I was watching one of the great moments of camp happen right in front of me. Many of the boys at Camp Cobbacy have never been camping before. And many of them have never been in a tent. Many of them don't have any idea what a Brussels sprout plant looks like. And many of them have never had to contend with bugs until they come here or contend with roommates or uh, you know a guy in the bunk bed above you wiggling back and forth and so on and so on and so on and so on and what do you know it comes pretty easy it's a pretty lovely community and the boys adjust and then in the end of the three and a half weeks they are different and different in small noticeable but hard to describe ways and when you see a boy after all of his safety training I should say young man here because we're talking about seventh eighth and ninth graders holding an axe a real axe for the first time and understanding its weight and treating it with deference and being really careful and keeping his body in the right place and listening very carefully. And then when he sunders that, that round for the first time and it splits apart, there is in every single one of them like a ho 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 look with their eyes and their eyes get big and they just split some wood. There it is. You can learn to do stuff that seems scary at first and you use the right technique and you're going to come out all right. And maybe you'll learn something about yourself along the way. They went from feeling very awkward to having some pretty good swings. Really nice ones, good safe ones. And knowing what to do with an axe to keep themselves and the people around them safe. And that is cool progress. It was very fun. Definitely going to repeat that one. And they were very solemn about it. And they, every single one of them thanked me as they went off to Lakeside as soon as we were done. And <laughs> they didn't chop a ton of wood. It was a developmental session. I think we chopped three pieces of wood. But they got to use an axe. And I think all but one case for the first time in their whole life. And they got to do it safely.
And the second and last, or the third and last thing I would just say is that uh, I just got to dress up like a pirate and hide for Counselor Hunt. And that is just, I mean, you know, uh, 230 boys running, screaming through the woods, trying to find 10 counselors who are worth varied amounts of points. Everyone shrieking, everyone playing those backyard games. They are running around this place they love. There's so much space. They managed to catch some of us and not some of the others. And, uh, well, two boys found me under a wool blanket at the very top of the lacrosse area, the lacrosse field. And a couple other boys had walked right by me. A couple counselors, too. Two older boys. I heard them talking about where they thought I might be as they walked right by me. That's the kind of thing that can never happen in L.A. or New York or Philly, West Palm, Venice, heck, Seattle, Chicago. That's the kind of thing that only can happen when there are 230 of your best friends, some cool counselors, and 110 acres. And a dude with a pirate mask. And that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with good counselors watching over them. Nodding off, surrounded by their friends, loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. Until we meet.